Hello and welcome to another 9320 podcast. Uh, my name's Howard Hocking and after a small delay due to a few injuries, including a back injury, gout and a few technical problems, we're finally going to have a look at the fixtures that came out a few weeks ago. Uh, delighted to be joined by the main man himself, Asan. Hello, Asan. Hello, I'm not the main man, you're the main man. Uh, don't be so modest. <laughs> how, how are you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, back's better, it, thankfully. It is, and so is my gout. <laughs> Excellent. We do sound about 100 years old, don't we? <laughs> well, yeah, saying you've got gout, yeah, very much so. Uh, also, delighted to be joined by Julian Carter. Hello, Julian. You okay? Hey, mate. I'm good, mate. You? Yeah. Had a good yeah. summer? I'm brilliant, mate. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. How was New York City, mate? Oh, it was it was top. It was uh, yeah, it was just a thousand mile an hour. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to be back though. It was uh, you know I'm uh, yeah, it was it was it was brilliant though. It was brilliant. I went over to the derby over there to the uh, NYFC game. It were it were it were uh, yeah, it was something else. Oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah, was it um, a lot of people there? Yeah, do you know what there was? I went to we we went over to Jersey to Harrison. It was an away game, um, and it was at Red Bull Arena. And yeah, it was quite full. I think there were about twenty twenty two thousand there. So yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was a good game. Excellent. Right. And about who won? Uh, uh, NYFC one two nil the first um, derby victory for them. So um, yeah, were... about fifteen of us have been putting ten pound a week into a fund for when they should they ever get a new ground we imagine they'll play city as their their opener Makes so we're gonna get we're gonna go to new york but i'm getting a feeling it's never ever gonna happen we about forty thousand pounds each you know by the time it happens but are they still uh, looking for planning position permission or a site or yeah. something like that I'm, I'm yeah. not yeah, I'm but they, yeah, but they won't get it in in New York. They'll have to go to New Jersey because obviously there's no. I mean, play. I went to a Yankees game over there, and that's where they play the home games. Mm. And the, if you've ever watched it on TV, there's just no width in the game. There yeah, is literally, yeah. and it's just cra- honestly, it's crazy to think because when I went to watch the the baseball game there to actually see, you can just see the lines, and literally from the corner flag, you like two feet in you're in the 18 yard box and the way that nyfc play they play with width and it obviously doesn't suit them but if they're going to go they're going to go to um new jersey to build one okay fair enough do they have pitch size rules over there or are you allowed well, to do uh, that well yeah obviously um yeah. evidently not <laughs> seems weird anyway should we crack on absolutely uh, I could end this podcast right now I'll start with you asan with the first question about the fixtures do, do they matter whatsoever anyway? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> every time they come out, there's always, there's always obviously there's always people who will say, "Well, oh, you just play everyone twice, don't you?" So who cares? You knew who you were getting. So, but to me, after a, after the end of the season and uh, getting bored, it's the first thing to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, and no, you start you start to plan, don't you? No, definitely, and I think they do matter. I think when I think particularly, I guess we'll talk about it in a minute, but. I think particularly around Champions League games, um, around the group stage games, I think it matters. I think the way that the fixtures fall around Christmas time matter. Thinking that in all the congested periods in the season, um, it, it kind of, for example, it felt like last season we played a lot of big games, um, big Premier League games, after either in congested periods or in periods where there were Champions League games yeah. as well, and there was a lot of rotation involved. Yeah. So what about you, Julian? Do, do you go through them uh, finally when they come out? Or yeah, I mean, looking at looking at them as well. You know, you look at it and you see. You know, we we have got to play everyone, but it does fall in where months. I mean, 
you know, jumping straight into it, these games that you see, especially for me looking at it for times-wise, obviously me, we're working on a set. You know that that Liverpool and probably the Everton game are going to get moved anyway because these are going to be the Super Sunday games that you're going to see. So, yeah, I'm always interested in it. And then, But there's going to be a lot of uh, fixture uh, congestion and, uh, and movement. But like I say, I'm just excited and I, I can't wait for uh, August 12th. What's the ones you look out for first then? I mean, I always... The I Derby. Guess, yeah. Straight away, yeah. Do seem to be. It's not. I'm not sure they are random, though, are they? I don't. I'm not. Well, I could could be wrong with this, but we seem to fall in. Yeah, about November, April, every time with the derby. But I'm probably just forgetting quite a few that haven't fallen that way. (laughs) I think in the last few years it has felt like that. It's definitely felt like in the last few years they're all sort of October, November, and then March, April time. But clubs do put in requests, don't they? Well, I don't think they can be specific, like we want to play a team at a certain time, but because of things happening in cities, it's not quite as random. I, I'm, as sure, I'm sure that also Everton and Liverpool play the same weekends as well, that we, we play United. So they've got kind of like, I'm sure that's right. I know it was last time, but yeah, I do uh, I do look at that and uh, and see. Um, that's the first thing I notice. Okay. What about you, Ace? And what do you look for? Um, yeah, I guess the derbies are the first thing I look for. And since we've become a Champions League team, immediately after that, I'm looking at the Champions League games and those sort of group stage games and what games potentially we've got around them. And and in a way, if I'm honest, the derby one is always, you just want to know because it's the derby. Um, yeah. But actually the important thing for me are, the, are those Champions League games because I just think so much kind of rides upon what happens in those weeks. I read a, I read a statistic um, last year that said that on average, any team that plays in European competition picks up, I think it's like 0.5 less points than they do in non-European weeks. So there's definitely, a, there's statistically, there's an effect. It goes without saying yeah. that. There's an effect from playing midweek in Europe. So for me, it's always interesting to see what, what games fall around that. I did see a UEFA one, but it was too long for me to be interested in it that suggested there ain't a big difference. But, I mean, it's just, for me, it's what we've discussed before, playing more games, isn't it? You know, if you're Chelsea once a week, but, you know, all the teams going for the league should be in the same position. Uh, I'll just say, pre, I mean, I always look for the, obviously, the beginning because... I don't want to playing catch up all season again. Uh, the running, I always look for the derby, and I guess yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd still, I always go back to that running. Really, I don't know. I get after I looked at the derby, I always look at the running because it just you know if it's very tough, it does get me nervous. That because again, I think this both Aprils, the April season just gone. We had a tough April, and I always felt if we weren't leading going into that April. We weren't going to win the league. Uh, well, should we have a look at? Should we have a look at? Should we start at the end and just have a look at the end of the? Uh, that just have a look at the running and see how it feels. Yeah, because it's well, it's it's pretty much the same as the season just gone. I reckon in that the April is difficult, but then it kind of tails off. Uh, so we've got United. So April starts with United at home, Spurs away, but before that, at the end of March, there's Everton away. And if we're in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, there's two games stuck right around United. So that is tough, isn't it? Uh, and it's probably, we've discussed so many times why we 
why are we trying to sign Sanchez when we've already got so-and-so? Why are we trying to do... Well, when you get to those runner games, that's why you want Sanchez and you want you can bring Sterling off the bench or the other way around. And yeah. it's, it, I think it's pretty tough. Yeah, there's that very tough one. But then it's Swansea at home, West Ham away, Huddersfield at home, Southampton away to finish. I think, we, a, I think that's a tough running, mate. I think that's a really, really, really? tough running. Yeah, definitely. What, those last four? Well, just April and May in general. I think you yeah. know, if, you're, if you're going for the title, right, let's say for argument's sake that you you get to that United fixture and you've managed to get yourself six points clear at the top of the league. Yeah. You're still coming into the start of April going, meh, we could still drop points against United, could still drop points against Spurs. You could still easily drop points away at Southampton. West Ham away is not an easy game. I mean, I know it was easy for us last season, but I can't imagine they will be as appalling as they were last season, next season. Um, and it generally, historically, they're sort of more of a mid-table team. They're not really the type of bottom-half cannon fodder that I would make for an easy run-in. So out of those games, I'm only really looking at Huddlesfield and Swansea as games that I go, yeah, okay. They're, they're, and, and again, with Huddersfield, if they're fighting to not be relegated, that's that's a game. that Suddenly that becomes a... Um, a big game so I don't know it's I don't like that running I've got to be honest with you that's the key isn't it are they they fine we just don't know until we get there Mm. those last four could all be on the beach it's it's, you know like like the ones this season which fell quite well for us after the tough run Mm. don't think there's many teams there weren't any teams that had anything to fight for were there I don't think Uh, Middlesbrough when we played them you know which wasn't quite the end Uh, I don't think Southampton, West Ham, or no, I think, yeah, you just, point. I, yeah, they could be, it could fall for us, but yeah, if they're all fighting, then they can be some of the worst ones of all. So, but you just don't know until near the time. But uh, I've seen worse. What do you think, Julie? Do you think that running's okay? Or? <laughs> do, do you know? I, I mean, looking at that, I agree. I think it's going to be tough. But the, the thing that I'm worried more about is the beginning fixtures. That's yeah. I, I, I mean, when you look at it. And Brighton is the unknown, plus we're away. So we, we kind of don't know what to expect. Although if we're sitting here, we're all saying, well, that's three points. It'll be a tough game. But really, we should we should be. And then you've got Everton as our home opener. Um, that'll 100% get moved, definitely, for TV, that. 100%. Because, I mean, and then you've got Bournemouth and Liverpool. So then, then first, um, after Brighton, I mean, Everton are spending money now. I mean, everybody's spending money within the Premier League now, even Bournemouth and such like that. Um, and it's just it's just going to be so tough. I mean, it, it sounds like a cliche, but this this Premier League is going to be the toughest one. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, every, I say every year, yeah. Yeah, it is. And that's what it is. I mean, you know, I mean, looking back over the years, a couple of years ago, let's go back to to, to fourteen when we uh, last won the league. You know, the, our home form was great. I mean, we were just turning teams over. I remember um, West Ham and such like that. I think it might have been in the cup, but it was like six nil. But now you're seeing t- Premier League teams that have that second team as well like that the you know the players are you know uh, on par to come in and do a job as well. And I, it's just going to be it's going to be a great great league this year, but it's going to be tough as well. So you think yeah. that you don't think that it's a question for both of you actually then you don't think that the, the first couple of months in the season actually is ca- I, I tend to find that 
if you're going to play teams like Brighton or Bournemouth or teams like that, I tend to find that the time to play them is actually early on in the season because really at that point in the season, there's no desperation for points. They kind of want to go and go out and enjoy themselves and enjoy the occasion. Um, and you can kind of go there as a top team and you can really roll them over. And it doesn't really, you know, if they go, if they go a goal down or two goals down early doors, it's cool. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're sort of looking at it and going, well, we've got, you know, 36 games left or 35 games left to, to pick up the points that we need to point to, to pick up. And we're playing Man City here. So do you, do you not feel that that's, that's a thing for you guys? No, I'm I'm fine with that. I'd rather not play Brighton the very first game because I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just an illusion that saying that they'd be up for it more in the first game. But I think we've won our last six opening days anyway. So uh, it's a you know it's the best opening day record of any of the teams. So I no, I'm fine. I even though I said I'm worried about playing catch up, but it it works both ways. And give us eight, give us eight really, you know, very quite straightforward games at the beginning like last season but then you're just going to hit a very difficult patch later so yeah i'm quite happy to yeah like everton and liverpool i think i'd rather play them early as well uh because they're not going to get any worse during the season i think they're going to get stronger i think everton will because they're going to be bedding in exactly. a lot of new, new players so exactly. and you know you get past liverpool then you've got watford palace then chelsea away is tough but October, there's these damned international breaks as well. There's one after three games. I think there's one after seven games. And there might even be one after about 11 games because there seems to be an, an empty week there, yeah. uh, which is the most annoying thing. of you know, The first international break is the most annoying of the lot, to be honest, just when you're ready for a new season. But you, you get into October and we've got, we've got Stoke at home, Burnley at home, West Brom away. Then there's Arsenal at home, but there's Leicester, Huddersfield, Southampton, West Ham. It's... You can't ask for more than that, really, going into autumn and that. So it's not bad, really. It really isn't bad up to December, I think. You never know how things are going to pan out, but that's not a bad run. Uh, yeah, and play them early because I think, I, th- I hope we come out the, the traps pretty strongly. So, Do you prefer but, to have the, um, do you prefer to have, like, so for example, you look, if you look at what happened to Chelsea last season where they started really, really, really poorly, um, and were how many points at the point at which we go to play Spurs? I believe that Chelsea were already nine or ten points adrift yeah. of City. Um, does that not sort of signpost the facts that really those early fixtures they don't really mean a lot because the league is still finding its feet and it's really November onwards that you sort of need to start consistently winning. Well, the whole answer to whether that, that's true or not is, are you a team that can put, what did you win on the row? About 12 or? I think it was something. Yeah, it, yeah. if you're capable of winning 12 on a row, then fine. You know, you can lose some ground, but there's not many teams that can do that. Uh, and I don't think teams in Europe this season, and as Julian said, I think it just gets more competitive. Yeah, you know, due to money, let's be honest. Mm. Uh, they even, you know, once Bournemouth have stabbed themselves in the Premier League, they can start spending 15, 20 million pounds on players. So, you know, and Stokes and West Ham, they'll all be spending over 20 million pounds on players. You know, at least once, twice, maybe more. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, I, 
you know, if you if you're so good, you can put in that run. But I think Chelsea had special circumstances. Uh, you look at, I mean, when Leicester won the league, they didn't win more than five on the row all season, and Chelsea the season before, I think, didn't win more than four on a row. Yes, yeah, true. So, that, so they both spread their points across the season. They didn't go on some huge run. Chelsea did it because they got, did have- had that they had that run. So, it depends. Can we go on a run? Mm. Sorry, Julie, you were saying. Well, and and they didn't have Champions League or European yeah, exactly. football. Yeah. No, no, Leicester. So, I mean, like I said, but the fixtures are going to be at some points, if not three times a week, twice a week, and it's just going to become, you know, can, and it, and it, as well as the League Cup as well, depending where that's prioritised and how we do that as well, and then the FA Cup. So, you know, it, it, it is it is going to get, you know, the running is going to be thick and fast. Well, look, it is. I, I definitely think that, that for me, the first thing that caught my eye um, was the fact that. You know what? Actually, in September, after Liverpool, we got to play a Champions League game, and before Chelsea, we got to play a Champions League game. So the, both of those games, Liverpool and, and and Chelsea, will be moved by uh, for TV. So the question is just where are they moved to? What day are they moved to? And what time are they moved to? But it already shows for me why you need a deep squad if yeah. you want to win the Premier League and the Champions League. Because already we're looking at that and we're going, you know, Liverpool's a massive game on the 9th of September. And depending on who we get in our group and then where that fix, what fixture lands the the, the following, like three days later, there could be a case if it's an away European game where suddenly you're looking at Liverpool and you're having to prioritise so early in the season or at least rotate your squad so early in the season. I mean, yeah, look, it's it's right there for me. That's that's an advantage that other teams will have. Other Champions League teams will have uh, over us. I think uh, because I don't think I think if I remember correctly, United have got cannon fodder after all the Champions League group games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. You're only looking after the game, aren't you? As you've said, I think the one before is just as important. So if they've got Champions League fodder after, they might have quite a lot of tough games before the, the European. That's a fair shout. And so you could look at it both you could look at it one way and say, Well, that's gonna hamper their Champions League then, because they'll go into that having played a tough game. Mm. But you never know, if you've seen from you know, Pep and and from Pellegrini, often the weakened team comes before, you know, because they're looking ahead. Yes. I've seen, I think, a lot of our dire, I've lost the stats, unfortunately, since the first time we're supposed to do this. But I think like Middlesbrough, these will all be right. The Everton, you know, some of those disappointing home games came around Champions League time. Well, we we beat Barcelona at home and then we went and drew with uh, Middlesbrough, didn't we? Yeah. And and that was, I mean, it was just unbelievable. But we're well capable of having poor results before the Champions League as well. So I'm not sure how... I don't agree that you just look at everything after the Champions League games because That's I feel we have a manager who may tinker beforehand because he, they, you know, it's been made quite clear to our managers how big the Champions League is and they might take risks. You know, say another, say it's a Middlesbrough, well, say Newcastle at home beforehand, you know, before a Champions League game, you could well see five changes to that team and problems arising you know it's it can work both ways that's all i'm saying uh no absolutely i think to be fair uh, just looking at it 
The second lot of group stage games, um, they fall between Stoke, Burnley, West Brom. So that's not yeah. so bad. That, yeah. that, that, that we can go along with. But then the last, no, then the next lot of group stage games for us will fall the week before Arsenal. So we've got Arsenal on the 4th of November and we'll have to play a group stage game in the midweek before we play Arsenal on the 4th of November. Yeah. Go, 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 uh, go United away. Sorry, United away is the last, our last group game is before United away isn't it, in December, I think. Yes, hold on. I'll just double check now. Can I, but whilst you check, can I ask a question? Mm. Is my mind playing tricks? I've looked up the Champions League dates and they're all set over two days. Mm. So round one is, I don't know, September the 7th to 8th, it says. Yeah, yeah. This is on your way for sight. But did last season, did everyone play over two days in the group stage? I think they do, you know. I think the group I stage. I thought it was spread over weeks. But even, but they even they provide quali- the quarterfinal and semifinal dates as well. I'm pretty sure they were spread over weeks, weren't they? Mm. I'm just not 100% sure we can rely on these dates. Well, I mean, so, we, can, we can rely on them that, for the They can't all play over. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, you know, They've always spread them over weeks, and I'm surprised at the precise dates that are being offered. And everyone's using them. You know, I've seen people discuss the games after Champions League games, and but we can't all play over two days, but can they're, we? But they're not. Like for example, the round of sixteen are played <laughs> over the weeks of the. They're basically played the thirteenth and fourteenth of February and the twentieth and twenty-first of February. So they're played well, over two weeks. Well, first. let's take the very first group game then. No, group stages, I think, played over two days. I think the group stages... But everyone, yeah. I think so. I mean, maybe uh, I'm wrong, but yeah. it seems... Well, that, that's the, the listed that way, so we must assume so. So I just always had it in my mind that they were they spread out because, obviously, TV being the most important thing. Mm. Uh, I mean, if we do actually get to the semi-final, it's not... It's difficult. Well, I mean, it's around that Swansea, West Ham and Huddersfield, so... Yeah, not if you get that far, yeah. Once you get once you get that far, I mean, I guess that for me, the part of talking about the fixtures like this is just to reinforce the idea that if you want to win the Champions League and the Premier League, you need a big squad and you need a squad that's deep in quality because you can't have you know by the time March, April, May comes round, your top players they need to be peak. They can't be dying on their legs in the way that a lot of our lot were last season because they've been running to the ground. Um, And I think that that will be, I think we'll address that this summer. And I think that we'll be, we'll find it easier next season to to manage the the Champions League and the Premier League. Because I mean, look at it. We had like four 30 odd year old fullbacks that were having to do this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't really look at it like that. Um, How Sorry, you just say, you look at the depth. I've mentioned it before on the pod. The Monaco games, when you looked at the bench, it was there was just nothing there whatsoever. Exactly. Uh, and we really need, you know, we really need to be able to bring on not a player just to do a job, a player that can change games. And that's, yeah. And I think that, that forward line next season could be amazing. We could have that depth that could change games when we need it to. Absolutely. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to ask, how does, um, how does the Christmas sort of New Year period look because unless yeah. my mind's playing tricks on me, it looks really nice. Well, that's that's one of the first things I look at as well, Christmas. Uh, it's not bad. My only, I would have liked to have done New 
See, I'm, I'm not one for going to away games over Christmas. Well, it can be difficult. And Newcastle away on the 26th, Boxing Day, is uh, annoying because it's probably one I would have liked to have gone to. Mm. And I also hate a home game on New Year's Day because I'd rather stay in bed crying <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a hangover. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what? So I, put, I prefer an away game on <laughs> New Year's Day and probably a home game on Boxing Day. But otherwise, it's not bad. You got Bournemouth before Newcastle, Palace away, Watford. Just, just and there's, uh, for the it's the FA dates, Cup. What are the dates? Just for the listeners, what are the dates? I can't see. I haven't got the Bournemouth one okay, down, but so Newcastle. Yeah, Bournemouth Newcastle. is the 23rd. Bournemouth is the 23rd. Yeah. New, Newcastle is the 26th away. Crystal Palace is the 30th uh, away. Uh, no, away. Ah. And, uh, and then we're home to Watford on the 1st. Wow. Okay. So. So and the, then FA Cup starts then. Straight into the FA Cup, then Liverpool away. Yeah. But those two, so that that could be, that on paper, potentially it could be tricky to go away to Newcastle and then three days later or four days later go away to Crystal Palace on New Year's, on New Year's Eve. No, it's on the 30th. That's not New Year's Eve. That's not so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you'd but, still want around 10 points on that, I think. Minimum. Yeah, you would. I prefer them to. To be honest, I prefer. I prefer them to be at home. You know what I mean. I, I don't yeah. like the fact that it's two aways, one after the other. There, um, that that feels a bit tricky. I prefer a swap. For example, Palace, which is away, and Watford, which is at home. It it would look even easier then if it was Newcastle away and then Watford at home and then Palace away on the first. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but there's, again, after you've got Liverpool away, then you've got Newcastle, West Brom, Burnley and Leicester. So, again, there's some nice runs in that season, you know. It feels more spread out this season, doesn't it? It yeah. definitely feels like you play a big game and then you've got three or four games that you Thank should you. be winning before you get a yeah. big game. Have we got any back-to-back big ones? Well, it's the, we've got, I don't know, would you call Everton away, United at home, Spurs away of three in a row, so... Oh, wow, yeah, that's 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 a big bounce. Well, and also... At the also, end of February, Arsenal away, then Chelsea at home. Exactly, I was just about to say. From February that. to March, so... Yeah, they're all packed. They are packed towards the second half of the season, really, aren't they, So, But that's the only bit that I worry about. Arsenal... Does that fall in the Champions League week, the Arsenal-Chelsea thing? Uh, I don't know. It might be the last sixteen. Uh, yeah, the round of sixteen is on the either the thirteenth and the fourteenth, the twentieth and the twenty-first of Feb. So it could do, yeah. Yeah. So no, in fact, it doesn't. Then no. it's fine. No, it's March. Yeah. But after, yeah. And then it, and then after that, it's March. So actually, we get away with that. So we'll get a clean week between Arsenal and Chelsea. Um, so that's good as well. That doesn't really worry me that much. I think that one at the end, like I say, I don't like that running just because it, and when you, when you tag Everton onto it like that, where it's like 31st of March, Everton, and then April, you've got United, Spurs, Swansea at home, and then West Ham away, and then Uddersfield and Southampton. Mm. I guess run-ins just make me nervous. Run-ins, starts, derbies, big games, <laughs> Champions League. Oh, no, do, I relish big games. Like, do you, do you, I, I really, in in general, I, I really don't enjoy playing against the bottom half of the league because mm. I just think you know what you're going to get nine times out of ten in terms of the way that they're going to play and what kind of a game it's going to be. 
Um, so I relish the big games because I think those are the games where you really find out about your players, your team, your manager. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. I just like winning. <laughs> yes, and do you not think it's changing though? I, I know we said it before, but. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I'm looking at teams, uh, uh, for instance, Crystal Palace. I mean, I know I know it's one. That's going to be a tough away game. We know the, the crowd are loud and it's, the atmosphere is like, if you've never been, it's like nothing you've ever seen. Now, you know, I mean, not. I'm talking just back end of the last season, Chelsea went to Stamford Bridge and beat them. Now, regardless of, of what it is, I mean, when you say you know what you're going to get, I I don't care what anybody says. I had that down. That was a coupon buster for me because there was no way that I was. I'm just I'm just saying that you know nowadays teams are linked. Well, like I said, with and, and able to spend more money. So I don't know. I just again maybe I'm just being pessimistic. But again, no, I slightly uh, disagree. I'll tell you why because I think that it this is like. This goes into that myth that we trumpet about, like, you know, the Premier League is just better than every other league everywhere, and it's so difficult, and it's so tough. And the truth is that if you look at how poor the bottom eight teams were last season, they were absolute garbage. They were truly, truly, truly garbage. I mean, if it was possible, six teams could have got relegated last season because of how poor they were. Um, and I think that's reflected. If you look at the the points difference between the top half and the bottom half and the goal difference between the top half and the bottom half, I think it's very clear that we're moving towards a two-tier Premier League. Where, well, actually, for me, a three-tier tier Premier League, where really that you're going to have the bottom half, you're going to have those that are trying to get into the... Uh, into the top six stroke top four, and then you're going to have the top four. Um, but that bottom half, no, I mean, I, I don't I don't fear any of them. And I, and I don't think we should be. I think we should be laying waste to them next season. Yeah, but we don't, do we? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, if, we, if you're going to be pessimistic and city about it, then no. Oh, no, I'm, I'm telling be... you what. No, I'm going to the past. As I'm using history. Yeah, so no, absolutely. absolutely. I'm drawing at Middlesbrough. It were garbage. But, yeah. 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 No, I just like to win, so I just go back. That's why I prefer a, a team that's going to roll over. But yeah, I mean, without the big games, you know, you'd be bored, wouldn't you? Let's be honest. I hate Derby Day. I like just you know, right now though, I wish I'd never had to play United again. But without it, I wouldn't have had that semi final. We wouldn't have had the Aguero moment because of the game that went before. Yeah, well, a couple before. Yeah, we wouldn't have so many things, would we? It's just yeah, it was six one and all that. So yeah. They're the best memories tend to come from the big games, don't they? So, exactly, yeah. Julian. Is there anybody that you think instinctively will be much better next season? Is there anybody that ended up in a false <laughs> position for whatever reason last season, or is there a pro- promoted side that you're looking at and going, actually, even though they've just been promoted, they could actually genuinely cause us problems? You know, I mean, I, I, I can only see, see Everton at the moment. I mean, like I said, they are spending money. They've got Jordan Pickford. I mean, I, he was linked with us, but he, you've got to admit, he's a good keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've instantly improved there. Michael Keane, again, I, I don't know what he... I mean, he was used a lot at Burnley and he's, you know, he knows the league. I think Everton are, are going to... You know, be be up there. I don't. I don't they're not going to win the league, but they're definitely going to challenge. As for promoted sides, 
I think you look at Burnley and you see what they did last year. You know, I think they did really well to stay up. And then you've got Huddersfield that you can compare them to. I don't know what, though. I watched that that playoff final. That's really uh, the much as I've watched. And it was pretty boring. I think they'll struggle. And again, like Newcastle as well, they, they're kind of like a soap opera. You just don't know what you're going to get with them. They're going to come up. They're going to spend money. They've got Rafa. I, I, I don't think it's going to, you know, I, I look at them three sides and maybe Brighton in there. And I think that they, them ones could be in big trouble before we've even started i just really think that really newcastle as yeah, well yeah i do i do because you know you look you look at brighton burnley and huddersfield and apart from uh aaron moy who signed for uh huddersfield that was already there you know you're not going out and, and getting you do you know, if i ask you to name Hud, huddersfield starting 11 or apart from aaron moy give me some names that there i think you struggle and I i'm not trying to say I, I do you know what i mean i i was not and i'm not saying that you don't know anything about football but i'm just trying to say i'm struggling you know when i'm watching him i say oh yeah this guy used to play for that mm. Especially in Newcastle as well. We know that they've got a big fan base and all this kind of stuff, but they've been a yo-yo club the last few years. You know, they've not been that. And my worry they- with Newcastle is that they are the type of club. I think one thing we've got to be wary of is it's still really early in the transfer window, and because of how inflated the market is, if you look at it, other than Everton, nobody other than the big clubs has moved for players yet. Spurs nah. or anyone, do you know what I mean? So the, I think there's going to be another wave in the transfer window once a lot of the big clubs have got their big deals done and the market has been set. And I think that in that wave, Newcastle might be a team. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that at the end of the transfer window, we might be looking at it and going, you know what, Newcastle have got an all right side there now. And I just, yeah. I think we should be, I think of all the clubs that have come up, Newcastle are the one that I'd be wary of. Even in the transfer market, I'd be wary that they could make, Benitez as a top manager, they could make three or four key signings. And then suddenly that game that we've got around Christmas time uh, up there, looks like a tricky fixture. Yeah. Or he could not get the funds he wants. Ashley's still there, is he? Uh, fall out with him and quit before the season starts. <laughs> so. There are is, is a already. Is this sleep could... table drunk? Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah, <laughs> vomiting into a fireplace at meetings. Have <laughs> oh, you seen that? Have you seen that, Ace? Absolutely, I've seen that. Yeah. I read it. Well, I'm not going to repeat it for our more sensitive listeners. So. <laughs> but it involved well, like, uh, actually a board meeting and uh, and a drinking uh, game at and a lot meeting. and a lot of vomit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, can I just go back in time a bit. What what do you want? How do you want us to approach the league cup? Or whatever it's called nowadays. Is it still Capital One? No, it's changed. I can't think what it's called. Oh, yeah, I know it's changed. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah. Yeah, it's changed. It has, yeah. Uh, what do you want? They'll just put youth out and if we go out, we go out? Or we... no. how, do you, no. how do you want to approach it? It's a, you know, see difference of opinions over this. I, I mean, I'm happy for us to put weak teams and if we get to the latter stages, we take it seriously. But I felt that if you meet United, then you have to try and take it a bit more seriously because... I situation that. I think that's why yeah. you can't do it because I think that you you create a rod for your own back. Like in the past, I've championed the idea of tossing the league cup off and playing weakened sides. But yeah. then what happened last season happened, where suddenly you get United and you put a weakened side out and you go out and did they go on and win it? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah they United. went. Yeah, they, they like two of the quadruple. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they they went on and won it. So for me then at the end of the season, I feel like, no, nah, we should never have done that. We should have put our strongest side out just to, you see what I mean? Like it just, 
Yeah. And I and I just I, I, that made me that whole escapade, um, and also the previous season with the FA Cup. Although I understand why Pellegrini did what he did, yeah. um, I just feel as though we should take it seriously. And what I what I mean by taking it seriously is look. We're going to have, at the end of this transfer window, a big squad that's full of quality, two players for every position that are going to be more or less top players. So when we talk about putting out a weakened side, it may well be that our quote-unquote weakened attack is like Sterling, Sane and Aguero, as opposed to Sane, Sanchez and Jesus, which may well be our starting uh, three. You look at the midfield three, and you go, "Well, our weakened Champions League, uh, sorry, a League Cup midfield could be Torre, Bernardo Silva, and Gundawan." Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. the, because the strongest is KDB, um, David Silva, and Fernandinho. So I think that there's definitely um, we can we can definitely do this in a way that we're putting out super strong teams, but not affecting the games yeah. around it because of the size of our squad. Uh, so, so, so let's not also forget that we've got to go in the, well, it looks like we're going in that checker trade trophy as well, aren't we? Yeah, Obviously that's, that's, that, that's a youngster one. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, that's not interesting. Well, it's not interesting, but it'll use up young players and I do like to see a, a few of them that's very true. filtered into the, uh, the League Cup sides with those, you know, those players on the periphery, like you said, that can still be a very good team that you put out, can't it? Yeah, so. no, definitely. Sorry, Julian, what were you going to say? Yeah, sorry. So where where do you stand on it? Where, what are you saying about the, the League Cup? Are you saying go for it? Are you, where, where, where do you stand? What I'm saying is that when we talk about putting weakened sides out, yeah, I'm not in favour of playing your, you know, your, res- your proper reserves and your youth players. I'm talking about rotating the squad in such a way that you're still playing top senior players yeah I think but what I'm trying to say is that we'll have the quality next season to not need to toss off any competition that we'll be able to go into the into the League Cup and the FA Cup and the Champions League and the Premier League with a squad that's sizable enough with quality because that's what we didn't have last season when you've got Navas when you've got fullbacks that we had we did we lacked quality in key moments and that was proven by the benches that we that we put out towards the end of the season and I think that next season will be very different and we'll have the strength to be able to compete in all of those competitions without having to play kids for the sake of it or without feeling like our sort of quote-unquote shadow team is weak I'm with you yeah, I'm with you on that. I 100% agree with that. Okay. You know, that, that, but I, oh. I think I think it's true. Yeah, but I do think that if you were to go back to what Caldoun said, I mean, I know that the quote came out was, I want the quadruple, which I don't think he, he actually meant it. that's what it said. It That was just the way that the media portrayed it. But I actually think that the, the size of the squad is kind of what Asan said is that's what I think that we should be able to do. And, and that's what I think he wants us to do is to go out and, and have games like that. I mean, like I say, looking back at the, the, the derby where, where, where we lost with the team, we should be putting a stronger team out and getting through and, and that. But no, I agree with you, Asan. That's what, that, that's what I want to see as well. Excellent. Yeah. Well, well, we're all you, on Howard? the same. No, I think we're all on the same page there. You okay. can put, you can put out a weakened team that is still, better than the opposition yeah. and you can take it you can put it up a level at the semi-finals if need be uh, let, well let's say that we won it twice last few years so we've been quite effective at that so and I, just, uh, not- and I never I don't you know it, it's not a big trophy it just isn't 
But, but it's still, it's given us some of our well. best. Yeah, well, it's given us, yeah, it's given us some great days out and experiences as well. Yeah. Even like beating Liverpool on penalties, the goals against Sunderland and the win. Uh, that second semi-final against Everton was absolutely manic. I mean, one of the best atmospheres I've been to in years for a, for a League Cup semi-final. So, mm. you know, it's about experiences, not just about, oh, let's win the Champions League. And also, also, one more just thing. Just don't let it affect other stuff. You know, it, it is the least important trophy of the four. So. But, Howard, I'll say this, though. Because we didn't win anything last season and because of the number of players that we're bringing in this summer, there's going to be a lot of players in that squad who've won nothing with City. And the League yeah. Cup is the first thing that you can win. And I think that, I don't know, I just, I've got a feeling that next season that's competition that we're going to win because I think it's going to be good for everybody within that squad to win that early doors and just, you know, that's, you've got your trophy hoodoo off your back if you're a, if you're a quote unquote new City player. Yeah. Uh, I think we've pretty much covered everything. I just have to one last question. Is there any side, apart from the obvious big sides, are there any sides you look forward to playing next season? Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I say United as well? I should go boom, boom, tish. Oh. Okay. This um, is a serious podcast. Please take it seriously. <laughs> Julian's given a, a sensible answer. So. <laughs> When you say when you say looking forward to Howard, what do you mean? Well, just the team that you you've got special memories of. So, oh no, I, like I, playing. I, I mean, uh, I I always enjoy the Newcastle games. So, yeah, I, I was weirdly enough, I was that's probably the one that that I would have gone for Newcastle or you know, I'm I'm perverse Howard, and I'll be really honest with you, I really 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 love the derbies, and I have so many fond derby memories over the last five or six years and let's face it i'm a plastic who only started supporting city like seven years ago so for me the derby's been all gravy so chelsea before that was it hey was it chelsea before that then (laughs) i supported a team in india mate yeah no you know the joke don't you yeah yeah, i do i do no but i do honestly for me the, the the fixtures that i really relish the most are the derbies Always, every season, I've relished them the most. Home and away. That's the game that I want. I want it to come. I can't wait for it to come. It's the day that I enjoy the most in the build-up to the game. Obviously, when we don't win, or particularly if we lose, it's difficult afterwards. But the feeling when we win, that sort of, the bragging rights that that gives us, me, that's by far the thing I look forward to the most in a season after winning the league. Yeah. So obviously the most important thing for me is winning the league, but after winning the league, the, the most fun thing is playing United. Cause I'm, and I, and also I've been confident since Mancini, I've been confident in every single derby that we've gone into. There's not a single derby that we've gone into since the six one where I've been like, Oh, I don't fancy this. Mm. Fair enough. Well, one day, City will win the league at a canter. I hope I'm still alive by then. <laughs> and I hope in that season we draw United late on and I can truly enjoy the spectacle of playing them, <laughs> having already won the league as champions and them having to suck it up. So, oh, What a beautiful way to wrap this podcast up. And that'll be the first time I ever enjoy a derby. <laughs> I'm already worried about the pre-season friendly one. It's <laughs> over. Uh, not really. Yeah, well, I think we've covered everything, so uh, nothing to add, no? 
I think we've covered pretty every fixture. So thank you very much, Julian and Asan. No worries. Thank you. Uh, we'll have loads more podcasts coming soon. So in the coming weeks and days. So look out for them as ever. If you've not subscribed already, please do so. Uh, and as you may know, we'll be going subscription in August. So we'll give you much more details about that soon. So thank you for listening and goodbye.